What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. Today, we're going to be focusing on what is working right now in relationship to building passive income and also what's not. Uh, we, we titled this podcast, Growing Passive Income While Still Losing Money. And you're going to get to see our personal passive income report from this month. And there are some red numbers on there, Stallion. There are some things that are, have not performed yet. Maybe they'll never perform. But there's also some big ideas, some takeaways that we're going to have. What are some of those things that you're going to learn as you listen to this episode? Well, three main things that you're going to talk through today is one, new beginnings. And I think that affects some of those red numbers, right? Like sometimes you have to invest in things to see if they will work. And so you have to go backwards before you go forward. So that's new beginnings. We're going to get into that. We're going to talk about how to sell a business where everybody wins. There's really cool talking points around that. You're not going to want to miss it. And then lastly, investing with confidence. What are those things that are true, steady, Eddie, not cousin Eddie, but steady Eddie opportunities and uh, and what you need to know about this? Well, for us, right? Like whenever you're investing, you have to invest from your investor DNA. You have to invest with confidence. And that's why when we label that one with confidence, because we have confidence in there because it matches our investor DNA. We'll talk a little bit about that. Let's jump into this episode right now. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Today, let's talk about what's working right now. We said that there's three, three big ideas. The first one is new beginnings. There's things that we started in the recent months and they're getting ready to start that we need to, to talk about. So Turo, right? We, we've had uh, a couple of different uh, guests on the show in the past, uh, uh, CEO Matty J, uh, Ryan Bly. I even talked about starting uh, a, a little rental truck on my uh, Turo, but you recently got into the game. Talk a little bit about the, that experience, why you decided to do it, and what happened in your first month. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you this. Number one, this is August 2023. We haven't uh, mentioned that, but just to memorialize this month in particular, this was about halfway through the months. Uh, I was able to take an old minivan. This is a 2015 uh, Toyota that my wife and I've had since 2015. It started getting up in mileage. And it was just one of those things where I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and see if we can get the old minivan to pay for the new minivan. Of course, my wife just loves a minivan. I don't, you know, 
I offered her something else. She said, no, give me another minivan. So that's what we went with. So Cousin Eddie Jr. hit the Turo market, middle of, middle of August, and it was on two trips in that month. Now, here's the thing. I didn't go the route that Russ did. Russ did Turo DIY. Like, hey, you know, this is simple. He's an operator. He thinks he can operate things. He buys a truck. He puts it on Turo and crickets for hey, weeks. Hey, why, right? why are you trying to bust in my chops here? No, I'm just All he wanted to do is... Why are you doing Turo and what are you doing? Now you got to start talking about what I'm doing. No, I'm just saying, let's compare and contrast. You start one from scratch and you sit for two or three weeks with no trips. I, I, I bought a brand new truck. You took an age-old minivan. Exactly. I, I put it on the platform myself. You paid someone else to do it. I, I co-host with Ryan Bly and his team, right? And they're local to us here in Birmingham. And so it was just simple. I could drop it off with them. They charge a fee to manage everything, including they even detailed the the van for me so that it was 100% ready to be on the platform. I mean, this was a completely turnkey operation. You had to because you've been driving this thing. Mine was already detailed, bro, because it was new. Ah, okay. So there's another contrast, right? Compare and contrast. The, the, the bottom line is that out of two trips and there was a one-time setup fee that I had to pay for them to co-host it, I went backwards $265 this month. All right, okay, so let, can we can we break down people that will get into the math, but what did you rent it for? Like, what's your daily rate? The daily rate is right around $59 a day. So you rent it for $59. There's multiple plans on Turo. Which one are you doing? Like you, like the percentage plan is how much of the deal you get. So out of the fifty nine dollars, what plan did you choose? Um, I, I did no no plan. There was no plan chosen on my side. This was through uh, Ryan's group. They're the ones that would have set me up properly. So, so, so what Joey just said. Let's listen in on this. What Joey just said is he has no idea what percentage. Of the $59 that he's getting. I mean, by he, like it's going through his co-host. Yeah. I, yeah. I started out on the 75, 25 plan. I mean, I was getting 75% of it. I was giving away 25. And the reason you choose one or the other has to do with the deductible. But then I switch to the 85-15, higher deductible. I'm getting 85% of it. And Joey, just so you know, I'm going to bring you up to date. You're on the 85-15 plan. How, ask me how I know that. Because you asked Ryan. I asked the guy who's doing your deal what he's doing, and so that's what I'm doing. Why do I need to know? You already got me covered. I appreciate you so much, uh, Russ. I really it's, People want to know. Like, this is an educational show. It's not like, what did Joey do? I want to know so I know what to do and why I do it that way. Come on, bro. Well, but here, here's the deal. When you have a, a reputable co-host, an operator in a business, you understand that they've got almost 40 other vehicles that they're doing this with. You figure at some point they've got it figured out. Whereas Russ had to do what? Did, remind me, how many weeks was it before you booked the first trip? Uh, I booked my first trip within a week and a half with myself. Remember, my daughter lives <laughs> my house. That does and not count. It that does not count. count. It does that, count. I, dude, I literally submitted a bill to the insurance company as reimbursement for it. It does count. I go, okay. And I didn't pay for it. The insurance company paid for it. Now, 
I had to pay for my car being repaired because they can wreck the car into the house. But that's that's a whole other other deal. You never know what you're gonna need. And I drove that car a bunch. Let's get off me, man. You're, All right. L- listen, the bottom line is is you pay for experience, you pay for knowledge. My operator already had the eighty five fifteen set up. I, I've been notes to me. Thank you, Russ. Number two, had it booked within twenty four hours. It was already booked for his first trip within 24 hours. And it was able to leverage. The point I want to make here is it was able to leverage the ratings that they already have from all the other listings that they've had. That is something to note whenever you're talking about co-hosting versus doing it yourself. Man, this is the longest story on Joey losing $165 I've ever heard. I heard it. this has nothing to do with it, but I think it's it, it's so funny. I was listening to this comedian the other day. He said, you know, if you're talking to somebody who went to like, you know, University of uh, you know, Southern California or went to uh, New York University, you ask them, hey, wh- where'd you go to school? They were like, oh, USC or NYU. But if you ask someone who went to community college, it's a much longer story, right? You'd be like, hey, where'd you go to college? Well, you know, uh, I've had this point in my life where, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm transitioning. I just feel like that's what we just heard for you. Oh. Where you were losing $165. Like, it could have been like, here's what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and I lost 165 bucks. It's look, look, look bo- bottom line, my experience with Turo has been positive, even though I got a negative result in okay. the dollars category, because I know it was putting it was setting the stage for the future and my my point is russ watch your tail lights because i'm coming for cousin eddie jr is going to surpass you very quickly by the way i and you we haven't shared our report yet we will share the report joey in that in the in the expense column what percentage uh of um, capital um cost of capital did you put in there to cover per month i'm sorry but you show a negative five hundred forty-three dollars and eighty-seven cents. I want to know what what is your cost of capital in there? Like what percentage of that that five forty-three is cost of capital? Look, look, we talked about that ahead of time, and I didn't know what you were using. Look, we when it comes to co-hosting, okay, there there was no line item for that, so that's something that I've got to I got to manage on my own. Okay, okay? yeah. But well, I just uh, say we, we, we got to put it in there because if you don't put it in there, then it's not going to be. A, I'm showing the cost of capital over here, right? Because I actually went and got a loan. And I'm showing the cost. Or do you not? Do you agree that we finance everything we we buy? Either we pay cash and give us the earnings on it, or well, now you know you're backing me into a corner here, Russ. You're backing me into a corner because I have to say yes, but I haven't done the math on that. And the bottom line is, I'm just getting started. Okay, well, I'm just going to say, if you and I are competing in a foot race, right now you try to get a 10-yard head start and pretend that you weren't in front of me. <laughs> hey, uh, l- let's just move on, okay? The bottom line is Cousin Eddie Jr. is live if you want to rent him right now on the Turo platform when you're in town in Birmingham. Guys, it's second you, thing. If you want an eight-year-old minivan, it's available. All right, so now, se- <laughs> second, let's talk I'm, – I'm, I'm going to let you be quiet for a second because you've been talking for 10 minutes straight. Talking about new beginnings, right? Like one of the newest things that Joey and I are getting into 
if you didn't hear uh, the episode with Sophie Howard, I, I just encourage you to go back, go to whatswatwallstreet.com forward slash freedom navigator. And you listen to that episode where she was teaching us how to buy existing businesses, not build one, right? Don't build one from scratch. Some people love building businesses. Great. But this is buying digital e-commerce brand businesses, uh, blogs. I mean, you name it, affiliate websites, what, however you want to get into the e-commerce space, but buy an existing business that already has profits, already operating she was sharing that with us. And what one of the things that got us excited about this is that Joey and I have um, several daughters that are teenagers that we've been trying to figure out how, how do they get involved in a different business opportunity. And instead of trying to go build one like Joey did with uh, 100 Unicorns, and then you got some new beginnings you want to share with us on that, is we're deciding to go through this course. So we bought our courses, I think, $3,000. And we're, we're going through this, this process. They meet weekly where they show us exactly how to, um, you know, like evaluate each business. We're trying to learn, you know, like all the different websites you can go and start getting updates on what it costs. But man, you would think like you're going to spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in order to buy a business, which you can, but also you can buy one for like $500. You can buy one for $3,000, $5,000. And that's where we're getting ready to actually go deeper. So in the next month, by the time we do a report next time, Joey, I'm challenging that you and I have bought a business or at least have a uh, letter of intent on one. Uh, I'm with you. Hey, I'm putting my hand up right now. Y'all can't even see it. If you just listen to the podcast, I got my left hand up, um, right hand on the Bible. Well, it's not on the Bible, but I'm going to do it. I'm with you. Okay. All right. So that, that that's, a, that's a good thing. What, All right. You got something else new to talk about, how do you course? Speak be quick because it's speaking running. Let, let me just say this. When you see the report, which Russ, feel free to share at any point, um, I invested in an operational partnership. Okay. I want to, I want to, very clearly define those words. I invested in an operational partnership. Here, community college right now. Keep going. <laughs> I, and part of that partnership, they immediately pointed out, look, if we're going to put products on Amazon for 100 unicorns, we have to trademark the logo and we have to actually do some logo work in order to maximize our impact on Amazon. Do you know... I never would have known either of those two things if I didn't have an operational partner. Russ, are you shocked by this? Yeah, not shocked at all. Okay. So my point is this, you're going to see a negative. What is that number? Or 1100 something dollars? Yeah, negative 1157.49. And you're going to say, wow, Joe, you continue to go backwards. But this, my friend, you're going to see some negatives coming on the board in the next three to six months because we're going to be buying products. In fact, we've just bought some samples from some uh, different products that we're going to develop overseas. And those things, as they come in, we're going to find the ones that work the best and we're going to start putting them on Amazon. When you start seeing those negatives, they're going to be followed with a lot of positives. What's okay? the greatest insight that you have for us for this? Like looking at this... Is it that in when you're in growth mode that you're always going to have dips in profits because you're having to invest cash? Is that what you're trying to get after? That That's one of them. But the bigger thing is, is, man, the right partner is going to propel your business, even if at the outset it costs you more than you may have known because 
you didn't know what you didn't know. And you got a you got a partner now in this. I got a fantastic partner. Um, he's actually built an e-commerce brand in the last three years to uh, on pace to be almost a ten million dollar company. Okay, and I, I think I'm okay. You know, with hundred unicorns being, you know, even a portion of it. You know, at this point, I, I just want to let them fly. I want to get them out of the stables, as I've been saying. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the Passive Income Operating System, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income. It makes all the steps come together. If you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener, we've never given this away in public before. Go to whatswhatwallstreet.com forward slash P-I-O-S. There was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying, pop quiz day. Why? Because you were unprepared. Are you unprepared though for financial freedom? Don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30 second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. No, the, those those jokers need to get out from underneath the water. They've been thinking of water for a long time. You might have to resuscitate. Can you can you get like a, a, a unicorn, a defibrillator? Uh, <laughs> you might have to buy one of those. Hey, I'm good. I'm good with that. I'm good. Let's let's see if the market will carry okay. it. Three big ideas, and they weren't in that in that section. That was just one of many things. But let's talk about how to actually sell a business where everyone wins. And what do we mean by that? Sometimes whenever you're building these businesses, maybe you're working on one right now, or you're building an investment business and you're going to want to exit. And I, I tell you that the, the old, old strategy, right? Whenever you're building a business, you should be, you're either doing one of two things. You're preparing it to be sold or what, Joey? You are creating a hobby for yourself. You're creating a hobby. And so many people right now are in hobbies that they would call businesses, meaning that as soon as they walk away from it, the business ends. There is no business, right? So it's just right. You get to do, you enjoy doing it. It's fun, but nobody else could buy it because you're the business, right? That's oh. right. In this situation, we actually built a business in the short-term rental space where we did have an operator. The operator was managing everything. The operator created um, a, a pretty nice business and it gave us an opportunity to say, hey, we've taken it to the point where we're no longer interested in it. <laughs> Shocking, right? We can't get distracted with new ideas. And we sold the business to him, but we sold it in a very unique way. So if you're looking at the passive income report, if you're on YouTube right now, benefits of watching live or going on YouTube, is that you can kind of see what's happening on a monthly basis. And you notice that last month, right, we we actually brought in from the sale of that business $20,000. But Joey, in the month of August, we only brought in $3,000. Did we lose money that month? Why is there a difference between $20,000 in July's income versus only $3,000 in August? Well, if you've paid attention to this business uh, as we reported on it over the last three years, you know that it's somewhat cyclical, it's somewhat seasonal, and that there's certain months where you have a lot more profit than others. August is one of those months where 
and undoubtedly in our his, historical reference with the profits just weren't as high. And so when we set up the actual, you know, owner financing note on this particular business, we didn't want to set up the buyer as you know, in behind, you know, the eight ball. And if we had just kept it as a, uh, you know, a, a linear number every single month, we knew there was going to be some months where it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to equal that. It was going to go backwards. And so for August, we set the terms to be 3000 just so it was much more easy for him to manage that, that cost basis. And therefore we both win in the scenario. We consistently get our note income, but he consistently can operate the business at the highest level without all the, the stress that a normal bank note would have created. The, the the key insight from what Joey just said there is that you can actually create creative ways to both buy businesses and sell them to follow what you've experienced in life. There's not many loans that you've ever had in life where one month you could pay 20 grand as the minimum, right? You, you always pay more, but as the minimum, and then the next month, the minimum would be 3,000. Like there's the win when you're getting- exactly. It creative in the way that you're financing it and it makes it makes the business way more uh attractive right like I, i'm considering selling a car joey's like well hey why don't you do like a owner finance on the car because instead of selling it for 50 grand you could probably sell it for you know 65 it's just selling it on terms right you could sell something on terms for a lot more than what you can sell it for cash and, and i think that that's the key insight here is that whenever you have different things, businesses know that one, you can buy them creatively, but you also can sell creatively. And that's what creates a win for everybody. All right. So key point number one was new beginnings. Key point number two is how to sell a business where everybody wins. Third point for today's podcast, Joey, is how to invest with confidence. Talk a little bit about um, how we're investing from our investor DNA with confidence. Well, I'll go ahead and tell you that as we've already pointed out in this podcast, neither Russ nor I are great operators. And so the businesses that have consistently done well for us have strong operators. So that's number one in investor DNA that you should know about yourself is if you need to be more hands-on or if you need to be hands-on. And in this case, um, the landgeek.com, if you're not familiar with this land flipping, land investing model that they have, you need to check them out, number one. Um, because it's definitely something that we have seen over and over be successful for people. It doesn't mean it works for everybody, but for us, we were able to hire the Land Geek as a team to run our business for us. And what do we get for that? Number one, we have borrowed all of the insight and knowledge and experience that they have had over 20 years of doing this. Number two, all the systems, processes, and staff that they've created over the years we borrow. And so number three, all that we are required to do is invest in the business, continuously put money and capital aside, which by the way, that's what we do best. Um, and so this consistently works well because we have a great operator. And number two, we, uh, from an investor DNA, I love the steadiness and the solid security aspect of having raw land backing up every one of these loans. And it's at a very low loan to value. In other words, these loan notes are worth, uh, or the, the the land in those loan notes 
will more than pay off those things. If we ever had to take them back, we can resell them. So there's a lot of security aspects that a high S like me loves about this business. What else would you add to that? I had a conversation with a guy yesterday. He was saying, hey, I'm, I'm making a transition in life and I'm trying to figure out what's the best opportunity for me, right? And I was looking at his culture index, going through some of his investor DNA, and and he had this profile, Joey, that is, he just got grit, man. This guy's been a winner at everything he's done. High achiever, doesn't need a whole lot of direction. Just let me go, right? And I said, you know, here's the thing is that if I would have learned about the land geek six years ago, you and I would not be on this podcast because I would be doing land flipping. I there's no doubt, right? Like it's a, I'm confident that if I would have learned about that six years ago, I would have seen the opportunity as a operator on it, like running the business. Like I see myself like doing that because it it's one of those things that creates that quote unquote laptop lifestyle where you can. We know so many people have been on our podcast. They literally travel the country, they travel the world, and they do deals on their laptop from wherever they are, and they do very, very well. It is a scalable business. I've seen people who have six-figure you know, months on a consistent basis. Like I know that this is something that can grow. And I think, man, that's I was telling them about that. I was like, based upon your profile, based upon what you're wanting to accomplish within your lifestyle, this is something you should consider. Why is this one of those kind of investing with confidence? Because the worst case scenario is somebody's going to not pay you and you're going to end up having to resell it at some point in the future. That's it, right? Somebody's got to buy it. As long as you're buying it at 20 or 30 cents on the dollar, there's somebody on the other side of that deal at the worst case at 50 cents on the dollar, much less 60, 70, 80, 100, right? That's right. So that's why I think this is an investing with confidence. And you and I have also gone, spent, I don't know, hundreds, if not almost a thousand hours now in and around this business. So we know it with a lot of confidence, even though we have operators, it's not one of those things. Well, just because we have great operators, great. That's investing with confidence, but you invest with confidence when you know what to do, right? Like if our operators went away, I don't think you and I can operate at the same level they can, but we do have understanding of it. I think that we can, we can put it together and start running with it, right? We, it may be at the same level, but I know that we have the knowledge of what to do from there. All right. So, the second thing, as we talk about investing with confidence is Joey comes from a mortgage background. He understands lending. We've been teaching becoming your own banker for 15 years now, right? The whole concept of being the bank, doing debt deals, knowing that, uh, you know, from my days of, of being on Wall Street, I, I know that uh, when you're in an equity position, you're the last one um, that's going to get any money out of a deal if it goes bad. The debt gets paid first if something goes bad. So just looking at this list, one of the uh, recent things we did in the last couple of months is that we actually uh, invested money through a debt deal that we're big fans of. If you haven't uh, heard one of our episodes that we did with Travis Smith with TriVest, it's a, a, a financial technology that allows you to invest with friends and groups allows you to get into deals that you never would have been able to get into before. Well, we had an opportunity to help invest in this company through a debt deal that I, I think is a win for us, right? Like we understand how we're getting paid back, put money in. We got an opportunity to learn more about the business and get paid out 
um, while being in first position, if something were to go bad, I think that this is just a just another example of again vesting from confidence, understanding what you know, and getting involved in deals that you know. I'm not saying that you should be doing land. I'm not saying that you should be doing uh, debt deals. You should invest from confidence in areas that you understand and that you have the ability to input. And when you do that, the key insight is that you reduce risk and increase return. No doubt. And I, I'm going to add to that. Uh, if you lack confidence in investing, there's going to be two things I'm going to recommend. Either one, if you're an accredited investor, you just want to be around deals that other people are doing. You want to kind of shortchange the time frame that it takes to get up to speed, up to that confidence. Join us at our next Passive Income Retreat as a guest. We have very limited guest spots available, but check it out at thepassiveincomeretreat.com. And go and see if you could join us in Denver is our next one in October. If you missed that one, I believe the next one's in Dallas. So we'd love to have you as a guest. The second thing, if you're not quite an accredited investor or you just don't think that's necessarily your speed yet, get on a call with one of our coaches, right? Wealth.wallstreet.com forward slash free call. Jump on a call with them. Determine what your right next thing is. And it may be to join the Inner Circle Plus. That's our, our lower level mastermind that allows you to kind of get started in your right next thing journey and start to get your investor chops. Um, you get, you got to build your buy box. You got to know your investor DNA. Those are all things that will be uh, discussed and uh, figured out during that process. So just want to call you to action today because we're talking about investing with confidence, but if you don't take those steps, you're not going to be any closer next month when we do this report. I just want, I want better for you. All right. Well, thank you for listening. If you found value, take time, rate, review the show. Uh, take a picture, a screenshot of this and send it to us on social. We want to keep creating content that makes sense for you. And when we see those screenshots, it lets us know that this was something that was a win. As always, have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.